Welcome to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. This is a show to help you be inspired by our Catholic faith, live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm Michelle Fanley, and each program I'm joined with my dear friend, Emily Jaminette. We hope this show provides an uplifting 30 minutes to refresh your soul and strengthen your faith. As it was born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual friendships with our sisters in Christ. Well, hello, Emily. It's so great to be here. It sure is. You know, I've been thinking, Michelle, I love the name of this podcast. <laughs> like, and the fact that inspired by faith, like that's where our hope, our joy, our peace is going to come from. And each week we get to, you know, get a chance to get to know these different inspiring people that have impacted us. And to, you know, get that new lens on your on your life. So I'm 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 pumped. I'm so excited. And it's conference season. So we are really focusing in on our podcast on our upcoming conference speakers for our 2022 Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, which is February 19th this year. And our theme is rekindle the gift of God that is within you. And that has been such a powerful scripture that is from 2 Timothy 1 6. Just to remind us that we have this great faith given to us at our as a gift as our baptism. And we may have be- become a little lukewarm recently and things have been a little um, you know, challenging these past few years, but it is time to rekindle those flames. I love that. And you know, one of the things I've been thinking about too, Michelle, is how the conference lives on on St. Gabriel as well. You know, so whenever you're listening to this podcast, you might be like, oh, where do, where do I hear these talks? You know, even if it's 2023, go to St. Gabriel's website, stgabrielradio.com and listen to these amazing speakers because you and I frequently go back and listen to other conferences that have inspired our faith, especially here at the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, it's amazing. They're all archived on St. Gabriel's site and also on the Columbus Catholic Women's conference YouTube channel, we have the last two years we can watch with videos. So you can just get that spark going again and re-listen to some of those amazing speakers. But speaking of sparks, we have an amazing um, fire spark firecracker to bring to our uh, <laughs> message today to bring to our podcast. We are so honored and so blessed to have Sister Tracy Dugas um, joining us today. Sister Tracy is a Cajun girl from St. Martinville, Louisiana. And she says, as a teen, one of her big goals in life was to get a job at the mall so she could get a really good discount at the Gap. Yet she (laughs) hungered for something more and kept asking herself, what do I really want? She um, became a daughter of St. Paul, and she is currently um, stationed in Louisiana and helps run the Pauline Books and Media Center. When she is not... um, Close. This is when she is not close to Jesus in the Eucharistic Adoration Chapel. She's working through books, music, and videos. Um, and she also does a lot of singing with her beautiful voice. She spends much of her time continuing her theological training at the Notre Dame Seminary, facilitating her community of sisters and speaking God's word at retreats and conferences and on the radio. So welcome, Sister Tracy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, we are so blessed. I've been hearing about you from for years from our friends down in San Antonio, Texas, that you have to have Sister Tracy come talk at your conference. So I'm so glad we have waited and waited and it's finally going to work out. Yes, I know. I've been I've been anxious and happy to um, anticipate being with you all and it's looking like it's going to happen. So I'm excited to join all of the beautiful women, my sisters in the Lord, to uh go deeper and to rekindle that flame of faith that we all hopefully want to rekindle. So, 
Absolutely. So tell us, I shared a little bit of it about your background, but can you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and, and what's been yes. going on? Sure. Well, I obviously sent you my bio from before. I, <laughs> I um, I'm actually have a little update. I've been stationed in Chicago now, and um, so I'm closer to you than I used to be. And um, but pretty much everything's the same, other than um, my my work now is uh, I work in development. So I um, really help facilitate growing our mission and building up our mission so that we can be more and more effective in this media culture that we live in to try to bring the gospel um, by the Word, through the Word of God, which is spoken, through podcasts, through social media, but more importantly, through the person of the sisters, and so that we can also rekindle that flame in others so that all of us can be disciples and share this awesome, beautiful gift that we have in Jesus. Um, so so that's kind of what I, I'm up to most of the time, um, and as you mentioned, I do other things. Uh, speaking is definitely one of my favorite um, gifts to give in in this mission that we that we have. Um, I didn't always know that that's what God had built me to do, but um, the gift of gab does run in my family, <laughs> so I try to put it to good use. Well, sister, thanks again for joining us today on this podcast. You know, one of the things um, that I was thinking when you're talking is the gift of charism, right? That. The Lord unpacks certain gifts for us as we grow closer to Him that we didn't even know that were possibly there. You know, maybe you could share a little bit about your own faith journey and, you know, going from just like me, I would have loved to work at the Gap for the discount, you know, to go from that place to all of us, you know, being full-fledged in the new evangelization. You know, share with our listeners a little bit about your faith journey. Yeah, well, I um, was definitely grew up uh, with, with a Catholic culture. Um, in South Louisiana, but but that culture is kind of, you know, just assumed and not really activated in, in many lives, and that was this, the case for me. Um, but I, you know, as a child, I um, was involved in a kind of a freak accident at school, and um, I had a major head injury after recess one day, um, just because of kids playing on concrete, you know, that happens. And um when I came out of the surgery, I just remember my mom explaining to me what happened because I had no memory of anything, uh, but I was in a hospital bed with tubes and everything. And um, it just the gravity of the whole thing, like, hit me. And I realized that as great as my parents were to me and good as they were to me, um, they couldn't protect me from everything, obviously. And yet, in that moment, I remember there as an eight-year-old having a very strong sense of the presence of God, and God almost as a father sort of surrounding me with his love and telling me in my own little heart, look, they can't do everything, but I can. And so my attention was sort of taken up by the presence of God in my life, not that I knew exactly what to do next, but it was like he planted a deep uh, a seed and later, as I mentioned in the in the bio, yeah, I was very taken up with just trying to be, you know, pleasing and acceptable to everybody, just trying not to be weird, <laughs> not to not have friends, you know, to have friends, to be cool, um, to hang out with the right people. And that was like, that was my objective, and it was very exhausting. I just remember, like, is there any possible way that I could just be myself and be happy? Like... Do I have to always wear something? Do I have to always perform? Do I have to always succeed? 
And that question um, was sort of always in my heart. And I, I met some young people who came to our parish in Louisiana to give us like a youth retreat. And for the first time, I saw other teens or, you know, young, young adults, um, like not really preoccupied with themselves because they were so preoccupied with just giving us an experience of God. And it's like, I made the connection. Wow, God set you free. God set you free to be who you are and to accept the gift of who you are and to live that gift and develop that gift and share it. And that's good enough, you know? Um, so my heart was set aflame and, um, you know, it's like learning a new word. You start hearing it everywhere. I started connecting God to everything and feeling this desire to grow. And um, eventually I met the Daughters of St. Paul. I personally was not interested in joining a convent or anything like that, but I, um, I had seen a nun in a movie, and it was fascinating to me because it was a beautiful thought. Like, wow, they give it all, like all to God, everything, their history, their past, their future, their clothes, <laughs> everything. And so um, I, again, like the Lord just kept planting these seeds and nudging them and kind of, you know, giving me his, his um, kind of nudge, like push. And so I met the daughters of St. Paul, and I felt like I don't understand what they're talking about because my catechesis was kind of poor. But I get that they're just happy and passionate about giving Jesus to people. And so I kept visiting them, and um, we both discerned that I could benefit from the formation program, and the rest is history. And you just celebrated 25 years, right? Your Silver Jubilee? Yes. Thanks you, Jesus. Yeah, 25 years. Praise Mm -hmm. the Lord. That's awesome. I have to tell you, sister, that actually I was in my little Bible study group and I was telling everyone about the conference and telling about this awesome young sister. They're like, well, how old do you think she is? I'm like, I don't know. She's like in her 20s. And then I saw you had your silver jubilee. I was like, oh, well, maybe she's a little bit older than 20, but she was was professed as an infant. I know. I know. I tell people, God, just, you know, I was born and then I entered the community. There you go. (laughs) That's not true. It's that, that youthful beauty that you have those sister well can mm. you we are so excited to have you come and share with us at our mm-hmm. conference in february can you share with us a little bit about what you're going to talk about with the women yes so i um i really love to connect our feminine vocation with the vocation of mary who is really the first disciple and that we just actually had the gospel that i am going to be sharing about which is the wedding of cana and um mary just shows us like so many important ways to be feminine, to be a woman, to be um, open. And so I'm going to cover like how Mary's receptivity, her openness, her, her connection with God makes her perceptive. So she picks up on what's going on. Like she's there at the wedding and she picks up that there's a need, there's something going on that there's a need there. And so it's like that, really, that attentiveness to the present moment, that capacity to be in the present moment, which I don't know about you guys, but sometimes like I get stuck in my own head, and I'm thinking everybody else's thoughts but my own. <laughs> Is it just me? No, not just you, sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, so, you know, it's a way of, of just sort of reflecting on how we can be present, more present to the, the world around us, the people in front of us, and how we can 
really find God in the sacrament of the present moment and also pick up on where there may be needs, where there may be a need for us to be of service. So that's one point. Another point is that Mary picking up on a problem, she is also a powerful intercessor. So she takes the problem to the right place. She takes it to Jesus. And then finally, she just knows how to draw everyone, including Jesus, into our mission. So she calls Jesus out. She's like, it's time, Bubby. <laughs> it's time, sweetheart. It's time for you to do some good. And um, he has his own response, and we'll go into that a little bit. But just like how a relationship with Mary can allow us to come into our own discernment of how God is calling us to be of service, of, of love, you know, to others, but also that we could be that for others. We could be the one kind of encouraging and drawing forth the good out of those that we love. Sister, thanks so much for sharing such powerful words. I've actually been taking notes and I'm really looking for one thing Michelle and I do is we bring our daughters to the women's conference. And mm. some of the things you're saying, you know, to me trigger that maternal heart that I have as a, we're both parents and moms and, and how we want what's best for our children. And yeah. nothing more than to live authentically, live in the present moment. And, you know, can you talk a little bit about, you know, that uh, that growing uh, movement of social media, right, where our kids mm. and ourselves, we can be so trapped into what we think other people should think of us or how we want to be perceived on it. And um, when I heard you speaking, you know, you really talked about God's freedom and setting us free. Do you do yeah. you see a connection with that social media and maybe your mission as a sisters that you're called to be present there and evangelizing? Yes, yeah. I mean, it's it's our perennial struggle <laughs> because it's both the the call to be a missionary in that space, to be a missionary in that culture, and yet there are some heavy duty mechanisms that fight against our freedom. So you know, just just the very thing of like scrolling scrolling is it's meant like a you know like a um what is it which what's the thing with a casino and you and you pull the the, the a slot machine right is slot that what it is slots that's, that's it it's got this it's got this kind of um mesmerizing effect on us that before we even know it we just keep pulling on the slot handle you know that we you know we just keep scrolling and lose our our um our sense of will, like, why am I here? What am I doing? Do I need to be doing other things? So believe me, no, um, no one of us is exempt from that struggle. The question is, can I be conscious of where I am, what I'm doing, and maybe even why did I grab my phone in the first place? Like, is this the proper time? Because that's, that's how we can build wisdom into our life. It's like, you look at, is this prudent? Is this the right thing to do at the right time, in the right way, at, to the right measure, if you will? And so that requires a whole lot of self-awareness and self-presence, but it's not a preoccupation with ourselves either. So it calls for a whole lot of building up of good habits and building up of even the understanding of who am I? When we talk about the the fact of my identity and my value as a person, do I feed my heart and mind on the truth that of what God uh, created in me, or do I just 
feed off of what the world says. And so I need to actively seek out God's Word, God's promises to me. That's one of my um, New Year's resolutions, is that every gospel or every word of the day, I look for God's promises. Like, how? what is God promising me today through His Word? Today, it's about the bridegroom, and there's the words, the phrase that's, uh, that struck me as God's promises is the bridegroom is with us. Like, because sometimes, you know, we go through things and we feel like God is far away. But the fact of God's promise is saying, no, He is with you in this, right here, right now. And then the question is, can I find Him? Bringing it back to social media, do I take time away from all of that so that I can examine, how is God with me today? You know, am I present to Him, present to me? Well, you are listening to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Michelle Fanley, and I'm in the studio with Emily Jaminette today. And we are blessed to be talking with Sister Tracy Dugas about the 2022 Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, Rekindle the Gift of God Within You. Now, Sister Tracy, you were blessed to be part of a project, a new book called Millennial Nuns. Now, your um, order is based on really getting out in media, in books, in social media, in all kinds of videos. Um, so how was this new project? Um, how did it come forth? And can you tell us a little bit about your part in it? Sure. So we um, we were approached by the publisher Simon & Schuster, um, mainly because they saw some of our sisters on TikTok. And they were like, wow, these nuns are on TikTok, and some of them are getting lots of views. So um, they started doing some research, and they reached out to us and asked us, if we would be willing to contribute, uh, different sisters contribute different chapters to a book about um, just reflections on how we came to be sisters, but also how we incorporate media in our spiritual life. And so each one of us just, you know, basically told our own story, um, because that's that's all you got, really, is you. <laughs> so we told our stories and, um, and then talked about how uh, each of us, come into contact with um, social media, how we utilize it for mission, how we use it in our personal lives, and then how we try to integrate our spiritual life with our use of media. That's amazing, sister. You know, I, I have to admit, I have a lot of notes over here, Michelle. I mean, I'm taking notes about being aware, you know, having good habits. I noticed just the other night, I confess, you know, I was the one who picked up my phone in the middle of Chinese checkers, you know, and my kids were like, Mom, what are you doing? Why did you pick up your phone? And I think it was just like you said, being more aware of is this an appropriate time? Is this the right time? And I think the women's conference for me is that reset button. It's that reset button with a lot of other women. That's why I'm so excited every year that we get to re, you know, rekindle our, our faith through the experience of the conference. So sister, you know, you coming all the way to Columbus, Ohio and delivering this message in person. Like, I can't wait, sister, because I need to hear everything you're telling me. Well, I pray. That's my thing. It's like I'm praying right now for every last person, including myself. You know, we're all there to receive from the Lord. We're all there to be like Mary, to be receptive, to be open. And also, having received that gift, then be given the Spirit's gifts to be able to use them well. And so, 
it's for all of us, and I'm excited too. I'm really, it's always wonderful to be together. There's something about that, that physical presence that um, we can really encourage each other and just by our example show that, you know, it's possible. It's possible to follow Jesus. It's possible to believe Him, at, take Him at His word, and to repent of the things that we are sorry for, but also to see how He transforms us. And the world so much needs to be transformed. Amen. And I love, I screenshot out of the book, your little little graphic. It said, be women of joyful hope. I love that. Like, mm-hmm. that is the message. And I feel like that is exactly what you portray is, and you and your sisters, and when you're, you know, performing, and when you're on social media, like, you are showing us joyful women of hope, and we need this in this world right now. Yeah, we do. We do. And, and a woman of joyful hope, like you were saying earlier about your daughter's, it comes out of a place of acceptance, of, of just embracing the value of who we are. And a conference like this, is that, those are those moments where we can really just receive, once again, the gift that God has given us in our person, like as we are created, with our foibles, with our mistakes, but also with the gift of all the, all the talents and, and knowledge and, and who we are that God put inside of us to share with the rest of the world. So, sister, oftentimes people say to Michelle and I, like, I don't feel worthy to come to the conference. I don't, you know, I don't think that's for me. I'm not that close to God. I don't know as much about my faith as you do. You know, could you speak to that woman? You know, can you can you give a few words of encouragement for someone who's, you know, on the fence because of their own blocks or they're listening to the to that voice in the back of their head that isn't bringing them closer to Christ? Yeah, well, the thing that always helps me is is look at where where am I where am I acting from, and it, it, sometimes we just have to call a spade a spade. Like that's those are lies. The fact that we are not worthy, it's like the the enemy loves to play on our, unfortunately, our pride, and we think you know, well, if I can't fix it, then it's not fixable. Well, the point about Christianity is that we are not the fixer uppers. God is. So think about Jesus telling that, telling his disciples, it's not the people who are well that need the doctor, it's the sick people. <laughs> so we come together, we're all in need of Jesus' love. We're all in need of his forgiveness in various points. But the point is, is to come together, to make that move. It takes courage. And so my heart just reaches out to your heart and says, and reaches my hand out to you and says, come and just be with other sisters that are, we're all on a journey. We're all, some of us are a little ahead, some of us are, are a little behind, but it doesn't matter because we join hands and, and we find that the one who draws us all is Jesus. And he knows exactly what to give at just the right time. And his love is, is above all and gives, he gives it so freely so let's just come together and be with him. Amen. That is so beautiful. <clears throat> well, sister, can you tell our listeners where they can find more about you and your order if they want to learn some more? Sure. So um, on on social media, if you just put in hashtag media nuns, you'll find posts by almost every daughter of St. Paul. But we do obviously have a website, daughtersofstpaul.com. Um but again, we're all over social media. Uh, my personal, um, where I, I hang out the most is Instagram. 
And um, that's Sista T letters, and I spell it like a Louisiana pronounces it. So, <laughs> so it's S I S T A H underline T E E underline letters. That's awesome. We will definitely be checking that out, sister. Uh, awesome. Well, we are so looking forward. Are you going to bring a bus of sisters to the conference? <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could. No, it's going to just probably be me. But um, but we're definitely, all of the sisters, I never go alone, really, because they always accompany me with their prayer and their and their sacrifices so that God's Word can reach and deepen, like, go real deep into our hearts. Well, sister, thanks so much for spending this time with us. And we really appreciate your prayers for each one of our attendees, those that will be live streaming, those that will be listening on the radio, those that will be present with us that day. And, um, you know, our vocations are meant to be hand in hand, sisters, you know, vocation of motherhood and in even um, praying for our priests that will be serving in so many important ways that day, too. So thank you, sister. Sure. Oh, it's been great to be with you. We will see you soon. Okay, sounds great. God, God bless you both. Bye. Awesome. She was so great. What a delight and a joy and really a woman of great hope. You know, Michelle, uh, you know, as you're a school nurse, I could not stop looking at you. And sister told the story about her injury at eight years old at school when she fell and how something that was so difficult for her became this amazing opportunity. And I was thinking about that Romans eight twenty eight. We know that all things work for the good for those who love God. And I think that this day, this opportunity, each moment is sometimes those things that we're really struggling with can be transformed and lead us closer to Christ. I'm sure you were thinking about that injury oh, as yes. well. You know, you always think, you get so many serious, you know, sometimes very serious injuries, you know, and you're the only medical person there. So it's a lot of responsibility as, as a nurse. And you always are always praying for your students, for their safety and um, their health and safety. So I know, of course, it was striking when she, <clears throat> she told her school story, but praise be to God <clears throat> that what a glorious way to, to spur on her vocation. Yeah, it was a glorious way to connect her vocation story to something that happened as an adolescent and then this amazing fruit of 25 years of religious community. And I know Sister has a lot of wisdom for each one of us at that conference. So I'm thankful she'll be there February 19th down at the Kasich Center. We're going to begin the day with mass. We're going to have four speakers, confession, lunch, adoration. And, you know, registration is open now. So if you are, you know, looking for a place to go, we invite you. Yes, you are invited. So we are going to close in prayer. <clears throat> this is by Father Burke Masters. <clears throat> in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, increase my faith in you. Help me to see your presence all around me. I know in my head that you are God. I ask that you engage my heart to fall more in love with you. You showed us how to love you by the way you lived and the way you died. This is my body given up for you. Help me to lay down my life for you and for others and to give you my best. Help me to make you the center of my life that this year I can open myself more fully to your abundant grace. Amen. Amen. We thank you for joining us on Inspired by Faith. We hope you are blessed and inspired by this episode. To find out more about the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference and to register, visit ColumbusCatholicWomen.com. And to hear more about Emily and my work, be sure to check out InspireTheFaith.com.